hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to All Things Spice Podcast. My name is Anele and I am your host. I'm super excited to have you. Thank you so much for tuning in. For those who are returning, thank you so much for the support. Thank you so much for the reviews. It's just been so amazing to hear back from everyone who's listened to the episodes and there's just been just so much encouragement and positivity around the podcast. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And I am, you know, get up and excited to continue on this journey. So today we are going to be embarking on a very interesting um, topic, which is financial stewardship. And we are going to be talking about money, money, money. <laughs> we are going to be talking about money, um, also known as chelete, also known as the bag. Um, <laughs> okay, jokes aside, um, we're going to be talking about money. And to be honest, this topic, um, it's a very broad topic. There's a lot to speak about. And what I've tried to do is obviously just condense everything and just try to pick out the main things that I've, you know, um, found as I've, you know, embarked on this financial literacy kind of, if I must call it, um, journey. And um, yeah, and hopefully, you know, you can pick up one or two things from this. That is the hope. So, um, how I'll sort of structure this is I'll speak a little bit about my personal, um, you know, journey or my personal, I must say, relationship with money because I do feel, um, yeah, we have a relationship with money and it can be good, it can be bad, it can be lukewarm, um, it can be on fire. It can be, yeah, anyways. So I'm going to speak a little bit about that. But that will probably flow through um, the other sort of subsections that I'm going to speak about, um, which are budgeting and uh, also saving and investing, as well as having financial goals and then just pearls that I've, pearls of wisdom that I've, just um, also gathered as the years have, you know, gone by. So, yeah, those are the main things. And I'll probably at the end, you know, leave you with three or four questions that you can just reflect on um, in as much as I actually myself need to reflect on. When I was actually thinking about the questions, I was like, hmm, I too need to think about these questions because, wow. Anyways, I'll jump right into it. So my personal journey with um, finances has been um, just like any other journey. You know, it comes with its obstacles. It comes with great times it also comes with like the not so great times so um I've also had to learn on the job if if you know what I'm trying to say um you know you can have the theory in your head 
But when it comes to the practical, I, yeah, it's another, it's a whole nother ball game. So a lot of it, I would say, um, yeah, maybe the split is like 80, 20, 80% has been me just actually actioning things, um, being intentional about, um, you know, learning financial, how to be financially literate. Um, and 20% has been, I guess, the, the theory aspect. So, um, yeah, people assume that because you have an accounting degree or, you know, um, you did commerce at school that, like, finances are just an easy thing for you to, to deal with. No. That is not true. Um, and I've spoken to a number of people who actually feel the same. So, yeah, just to, you know, put it out there. Obviously, you know, from a theoretical point of view, you have, you are a, a step ahead because you you know that there you know sort of okay um you know what a budget is you know forecasts you know you know um you know your analysis and all of that other stuff so you have that knowledge but to be honest uh, yeah <laughs> it's all about actually implementing those things and when it comes to you know being on the ground and doing it it's yeah it's a whole different ball game. So um, that's just a little bit about my my personal journey um, with that. So I'm gonna go into the first bit which I wanted to speak about, which is budgeting, right? So I, yeah, just to actually as a disclaimer, anything that has to do with you know being. Um, sort of fostering a better relationship that you have with money is um, just being intentional. Like you literally need to be intentional. And I think it's just the same as in any other kind of relationship, romantic relationship, relationships with your family, relationships with your friends. It's the same WhatsApp group. You need to be intentional, right? Um, yeah, I thought I must just put it out there. So going back, I was thinking about, yes, budgeting. So the basics of budgeting, right, is you have your income and you have your expenses, right? So income, less expenses, whatever is left, you know, um, then you decide what you want to do with that. So um, the aim really is to spend less than what is coming in. Um, you don't want to be in a situation where you are in debt um, or a situation whereby you are literally like spending. Okay, obviously certain circumstances can lead to you spending like literally on the dot the income that is coming in, but that's not the ideal situation, right? Um, so, so budgeting is just knowing exactly what is coming in and what is going out. Um, yeah, <laughs> just having um, the ability to track your spending is—I cannot stress any 
like I can't stress any more than like it's just you just have to know what you're what you're spending otherwise you're going to be in a situation whereby you know you are uh basically uh you know overspending so spending what you actually don't have or you need to incur debt right so um yeah that's the basics of budgeting and um for me really i think how i, I subconsciously i actually did, i actually just thought about it when i was um really like reflecting on this topic right um and subconsciously in high school that's where budgeting for me really started because i would get pocket money so that was my my income right and then i'd need to figure out okay so how am i going to spend this money because the the thing was <laughs> the money that you've been given at the start of the term it must take you to half term um and only in very extra, extraordinary circumstances would i be able to be like eh, the money is finished you know um I need more like I need more money. Like yeah, my parents will be like ah, I mean <laughs> why what I mean what's what's the what happened, you know? So I needed to always have that in the back of my head to say, okay, this is the this is the pocket money I'm getting and this is what I'm, you know, this is how I'm going to spend my money in such a way that it's going to last me to the half term when i can get my other you know um amount of of pocket money so that's where it really it really started and i really do thank you know <laughs> i thank my parents for for really instilling that because it's obviously then just been something that has been a practice that I've always had. So I just know, okay, there's this amount of money that I have and this is how I intend to spend it even though I don't stick to it all the time, but at least having some form of a plan, right? Um and then just tracking that. So I think that's the diff- more difficult part. Um I would say obviously back then they weren't really like these smart apps um that would be able to track your spending and link your bank cards and everything so you'd sort of just yeah either write it down or you know have a mental i don't know i i don't i i'm not an advocate of the whole mental thing because you'll think in your head okay this is what i want to do but then if you don't actually write it down so i'm i advocate for writing things down so Yeah, that was basically where the whole budgeting thing, you know, came up and um yeah, same as varsity, like I would get my my allowance and then like it's up to me to make sure that I I budget properly and I ensure that, you know, that money actually does last for the semester. So, um yeah, it's it's a very it's a very important um thing to always consider 
And then when I started work, that's when things got more real because now it was like literally like there are bills to pay. <laughs> well, there are bills to pay. So um, yeah, that was quite an interesting um, interesting transition. But, but then um, because I had already started doing it when I was in high school, it just made it, uh, you know, a little bit, less hectic than it was for some people who actually just never really budgeted. So, so some practical tools on how to do that is, you know, just use, some people use Excel. Yeah. (laughs) They use Excel and literally like track everything that they, that they spend on. Um, I know in South Africa, I was using 22 seven, which was, uh, is a really good app um and you know it's got really cool features there so that's also a really good platform to you a, a really good app sorry to use um yeah those are the practical tools that i can really think of at this point in moment so yeah so that's on budgeting right it's it can feel like a tedious process but then i mean it is as i said it is essential to know where is your money going and how you've sort of divided it because then that enables you to see okay um what can i sort of flex what can i change what can i um you know i want to save a bit more so you know yeah it just it just helps in that aspect and then now i'm going to quickly also just jump on to saving and investing so I think of these as two separate things. Uh, Saving is just like you're putting money aside and investing goes the extra mile where you're saying, okay, I'm putting money aside, but for a return, right? And um, so, you know, ways of saving would be, you know, putting money, like the money that's in the bank that remains after your your income, let's say your your expenditure, I consider a money market, which is, it is an investment, but it's, yeah, it's got very, 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 very little returns. So I just consider that as also savings Um, and things like, yeah, an emergency fund where your money, maybe not necessarily in a, in a, in a, in a savings account in the bank, but it's in a very low risk um, place. So that's, for me, that's how I define saving. And then investing is, you know, you are, you have the, uh, a goal to say this, uh, you know, I'm, I'm putting this aside because I want a return on it. So, um, investing would be, for example, buying property, um, investing in shares, ETFs, which are exchange traded funds, uh, which is basically like a basket of of shares or a basket of like commodities or um, yeah, it can be like shares, it can be bonds, um, which yeah, basically is <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to find a simplified way to put it, but yeah, it's basically a bundle of shares put together um and they like 
majority of them, if not all, they track certain indexes. So you'll have like your S&P 500, you can have your JSE top 40. So your top 40 shares in the, on the, listed on the JSE, it'll be tracking the prices of that. And that's essentially your sort of basket, right? Um, and then your pension funds, your retirement annuity funds, your unit trusts, um, so yeah, that is basically the different ways of investing. So I honestly did not, I think the savings part was what I, I, I sort of knew a bit more from like my background and everything, but from the investing side, I did not have any like much knowledge on it. I just knew, okay, there are shares, but I didn't know how do you buy shares? How do you, um, you know, how do you even get into this whole um, unit trust? What is a unit trust? Alan Gray, you know, all of this information just felt like such, like it was all new, but I knew I was stepping into new territory when I was starting work. And I knew that I wanted to, gain knowledge on it because it was something that is important and that I would need to actually, you know, develop. So it was new territory. It wasn't easy. It was confusing. Um, I felt like, oh my word, this is just so much like, <laughs> how am I even going to start? But as I said at the beginning, there needs to be intentionality. You need to put in the work to be able to understand and know these things. Like no one is going to, just from nowhere, um, you know, hold your hand and be like, ah, oh, you know, baby, you threw it. You just literally need to be, have the world to be like, okay, I actually want to learn more about this. And yeah. And then, you know, sort of, um, take it from there. So for me, that meant that I was, you know, going to events that were being, um, organized by, I remember an event that was organized by Investec right at the beginning, it wasn't yeah, was was right at the beginning of our articles, it was in 2020, I'll read you a few, if I have time at the end, um, I'll, I'll read you a few of the things that they mentioned there, and um, yeah, just listening to, um, you know, there's a lot of things on YouTube, um, there's also like speak, speaking to people, um, yeah, and reading books. Okay, I haven't been too good uh, <laughs> with the whole reading situation, uh, but there are really like great books that are out there that actually explain these things. We have a book in our flat um, that my flatmate got called Psychology of Money that I've been meaning to read. Like I am literally going to read it. Um, I know it definitely has some great polls. So that's definitely, you know, those are some of the things that, um, you know, we we need to immerse ourselves in in order to get that knowledge. And then, um, yes, so some practical things I've already mentioned, you know, you need to basically be willing to learn, be willing to accept that we actually don't really know much um, about investing when you really, when you start, uh, be willing to learn and then have goals, have financial goals. I think this is sort of now going into 
the other point that I wanted to mention, um, that I mentioned at the beginning to say I was going to speak about this. Having goals is so important. It is so important to, to have financial goals. I cannot stress that more than I've already stressed it now. Um, and the reason is that because that will always keep you, you know, it will always keep you on track. It will always remind you of why you're doing what you're doing. So have your, you know, I always break it down into three, my short-term goals, my medium-term goals, and my long-term goals. And um, I'll just give you, I'll just give you an example, some examples. I remember 2019, I, was, I went back into my, like my journal where I write. Um, and, you know, my, my goal when I started my articles, was, I want, by, you know, by the end of this year, which is 2019, to have, you know, started building an emergency fund. That was my short-term goal. My medium-term goal was I wanted to open a unit trust. Um, and my long-term goal was, okay, I want to be able to, you know, buy property. And I gave myself, you know, certain time frames. So those things have really, or really kept me, like, going when I would really be dreading on, okay, um, these, like, these financial, this whole financial stewardship is just difficult it would really keep me going so yeah just sort of have a plan and um you know some of the other goals that i've heard people saying is yes yeah, so i've mentioned the the emergency fund um for those people who are you know in in uh the space of marriage and you know sort of commitment that level of commitment they start saving for their wedding or they have a Rora fund, um, you know, deposit. Yeah. Saving up for a deposit for property. So things that you need to put in place would obviously be set up debit orders, make a separate account for me. That really helps a lot because I like actually like tracking and seeing my progress. So having it just like in a separate account, um, I know like with Easy Equities, oh yes, I didn't mention, Easy Equities is a good platform um, if you're in South Africa to do the whole investing in shares situation. Um, they have ETFs and also, you know, you can um, have a tax-free saving account. So that's also really a good a good platform. Um, so yeah, separate accounts, read, have accountability as well. That is very, 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 very important. And I've, I think I've mentioned accountability on several occasions. So, um, yeah, I think I've mentioned majority of what I wanted to mention. I don't want this episode to be too long. As I've said, there's, uh, there's really a lot and I've tried to condense everything. Um, but yeah, on the investing, um, aspect actually I was going to say I left out two important things that I was going to say so the first is for me um invest my my first and you know my priority investment is investing in the kingdom of God and you know that can look different for different to different people um but for me you know just that principle of giving back to God has just and investing in his kingdom has just like it's just <laughs> very very interesting how it just has a ripple effect on my other you know investments uh, it's it's uh, it's unexplainable 
but that for me is a very very important aspect um which i will you know have a podcast on a whole separate podcast on on that that um that aspect um but yeah i i remember having uh, and i you know yeah it's just so amazing <laughs> when you look back and say well in hindsight uh, i remember i was having a conversation with my mom before i started i think i was just about to start uh my articles and i was i can't remember how the conversation you know started but i asked her the question oh she was yeah she was telling me about oh you know it's so important to tithe it's important to give back to god you know etc 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 and that was something that i i mean that i i was very aware of and i tried to you know start even from a very like a young the the young st- stages of when i would get allowances um in varsity just to know that you know a portion you know portion goes back to <laughs> to the person who is actually given you um these means and these funds right and um yeah she was she was we were just having this conversation and i remember asking her ah, is it gross or net <laughs> and when i think about it now i'm like oh my word my heart where was your heart at girl where was your heart at um but yeah <laughs> i remember her just saying that um you know giving back to god has got a way of just multiplication in its own way and you know things even if it even if it's just the little the very very little that you have um like just being able to give back it just has as i said a ripple effect of um you know things in your own with with the other financial aspects of your life just working together it just works out somehow um and it's not that you are giving to get back right that's not the heart of it at all that's not the heart of it but it's just the fruit of what yeah it's just the fruit of what happens and i've just heard so many stories so many testimonies on that so yeah i just thought i must mention that and then the other aspect was i also believe in paying myself so what i mean by that is when i get paid right i obviously have my budgets i have everything sort of i know where okay i want to spend money on uh, i know yeah this is being invested in the kingdom of god this is being invested this goes into this investment this goes into my long term goals this goes into my short term goals this is going into expenses etc 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 right but before i go into the other expenses <laughs> my motivation is always to pay myself so there's a percentage that i also allocate to myself and that just gives me the ability to do things that i also you know enjoy and love doing so for example to travel then i don't feel bad when i need to you know fork out money to travel or if i just want to treat myself on a weekend to something really like you know um if i want to go to the spa or if i want to get my nails done on a specific 
you know, um, in a specific month or whatever it is. So, uh, yeah, that is what I call my entertainment <laughs> budget or entertainment fund. And, um, yeah, it keeps me going as well because then, you know, yeah, it's important to take care of yourself. Um, yeah, so that was an important thing that I wanted to mention. Yeah, so I think um, those are the main things. Um, the other thing that I was just going to say is my other tip or the other thing that I found was very useful was when, for example, if you get a bonus, if I would get a bonus or like there was a pay rise at work, I would never like just like have no accountability for that money and be like, hey, it's Christmas. We're going to blow up this money. No, 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 no. I just got into the discipline of saying that would go into um, my investments. So um, obviously I would take a portion of that, but um majority of it if i'm gonna say like probably eight eighty five ninety percent um yeah that would that would definitely go into investments so yeah i think i've mentioned um majority of the things that i wanted to touch on and then um yeah the last few things that i was going to just really leave you with are questions that I as I said at the beginning I'm also working on and um, revisiting and that is firstly in stewarding stewarding your finances who are you involving in that process so are you involving God in it um, are you involving people that you have some form of accountability um, to or like you're just winging it? <laughs> uh, the second question is, are there goals that you've written down and not just written them down and forgotten about them, but written them down and revisited them? And um the third question being, are you educating yourself? So is there um, intentionality in actually, um, you know, growing and learning this whole aspect of being financially literate? And yeah, the other last question is, are you being generous as well? Because we can also just talk about um, investing, saving, and all of this with a very, um, what can I say? With a very selfish ambition, which at the end of the day, I don't think, you know, is the right heart to have. So yeah, I'll leave you with those four key questions that I'm also going to reflect on. And yeah, that is the end of this podcast. Um, I really do hope you enjoyed and that you'll tune in for the next one that is coming up. Um, very, very, very much excited about that as well. 
But yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. And as I always say, keep loving whilst living. <laughs>